You're listening to the FC Young Adult Podcast. What is going on, everybody? Hope that you are doing well. Welcome into a bonus episode this month of the FC Young Adult Podcast. This last month, I got to sit down with my friend Jonah Frichtel, and we had a conversation about habits. We talked about how to build healthy ones, why they're a benefit, uh, and a bunch of conversations that have to do with just habits. Um, So I hope this conversation is really beneficial to you. I hope that you learned something. I hope you're reminded of something. I hope you're challenged by something. So let's jump in. Here's a conversation about habits with me and my good friend, Jonah Frichtel. Well, hey, Jonah. Well, hello, Evan. (laughs) Glad you're here, man. Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Uh, Super excited to talk about some habits today. And uh, Jonah is uh, a coworker, but he's also a good friend and just super, super excited to hear what he has to say. So as we're starting this new year, we're recording in January. This will probably be posted in February, but still everybody's having kind of those that mindset of what are some new habits that new I year, new me, yeah, new year, new me. and then <laughs> once you get to march you're like nope i'll wait till next year to do that so um one of the things that i'd love to do is just start off by having you introduce yourself kind of talk about the impacts that habits have had on you and then we'll roll into some specific questions yeah right on man well hey i'm jonah uh i work here at faith chapel i'm a graphic designer uh videographer web designer i, I do a whole lot of things um but yeah, Evan, I'm super excited to talk about habits today. Uh, it's kind of a become a big part of my life. I also kind of use the word discipline mm-hmm. uh, next to the word habit. Right. Uh, just you know, over the last five or six years, I've spent a lot of time uh, trying to develop good and healthy habits. It all you know rooted from the one day I just woke up and thought I need to make a change. You know, I was like <laughs> a bit overweight and eating unhealthily, and that's kind of where it all stemmed mm-hmm. from. Was just like figuring out my health, and yeah. from there, and you know doing reading and just a bunch of stuff like that i I just realized i'm like hey like i don't only have to be good here i can be good in all these Mm -hmm. other areas uh what can i do to set myself up to be you know successful to be healthy to be just like the best version Mm -hmm. of myself and so i yeah just delved into the world of building habits yeah that's awesome i love it and it's been evident uh me and jonah have known each other for a long time but we probably didn't get super close until i don't know five ish years ago yeah and it's been fun to just watch you through the process of that just being like crushing these different habits and it's inspiring so the, the first question that i want to ask is just probably the simplest question is how do you start a habit yeah that's a good question um you know habits are really easy to build when they're bad habits. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's, it's always the conscious decision of switching those where it becomes difficult because at the end of the day, all a habit is is essentially just a grooved pathway mm. in your brain that allows you to take the path of least resistance, mm-hmm. to do something without thinking about it, to let it mm. be impulse, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, that presents itself, you know, I said bad habits, like you go out to eat, you sit down and you've been to that restaurant a hundred times and you get that same burger every time you don't even think about it. Right. Server comes up, you say, I'll have a Coke and this burger. Thank you very much. Yeah. Like it's easy. You yeah. don't even have to think about it. Uh, the same way, like if you're, you know, whatever you do throughout the day, even driving, driving is just a habit. Right. It's just a grooved pathway yeah. in your brain that you've done over and over and over again and you never have to think about it. Mm. So building habits is what becomes hard because you have to build that pathway. You have to, you have to create that path of least resistance so that you will do something without thinking over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And there's a book by James Clear 
called Atomic Habits. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite so books. Yeah. I try to read it every year just as a good refresh. And he outlines essentially, you know, seven steps mm-hmm. to building a habit. Mm-hmm. Uh, step one being choose your habit. You have to make a decision yeah. about what it is or who it is you want to be and what you want to do. Uh, you know, his main thing is identity-based decisions. Mm-hmm. So he, he rarely looks at a habit, and I, I've tried to adopt this myself, in a way where it's you don't look at a habit as what. You look at a habit as like a as an identity, mm-hmm. as something that you are. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really into running. I you no, know you're <laughs> I <laughs> I'm a yeah. So I'm a distance runner. I run marathons, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And you look you look at running as just a, as a basic habit. You want to get into running. So instead of thinking you know about the what, you think about the who. The who am I? Yeah. Well, you've decided you want to. To run, yeah. so don't think about the action. Think about the identity. Yeah. You are a runner, mm-hmm. and once you start thinking about that, you start building an identity around it, and you can start making choices of, okay, so I may only be getting on the treadmill for five minutes because that's all I can do, but I'm getting on there, yeah. so I am a runner. Yeah. And every decision that I'm going to make to help build that habit, I'm going to make that you know make that thought of, what would a runner do mm-hmm. if I were if I were going to align myself with that identity. What would that person do? Because that's who I want to become. Yeah. And so, you know, to go from there. So essentially you're, you're choosing that identity. You're choosing a habit that you want to stick. And step two is to scale that down. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you talked about the new year, new me. You yeah. know, the whole people make New Year's resolutions that don't stick. It comes March and you're like, hey, maybe next year, yeah. maybe next time. You know, this just is too dang hard. Yeah. Uh, scale it down. Yeah. The whole problem there is, you know, people decide that they want to start working out they go to the gym on january 1st and they go too hard they wake up they're sore they hurt they're like this sucks they were even at the gym they weren't even having fun because they're trying to do you know some of the things that people have been working out for a decade have been doing and maybe they can't even do maybe they don't even do that and they're like they saw some influencer on instagram (laughs) you know doing 50 muscle ups and they're like you know if i'm gonna work out i'm gonna be i'm gonna be that guy that can do that and i have to do it right now and they they can't handle the idea of like no you have to build mm-hmm. that you have to get there um so you need to yeah you need to scale it down you need to create a smaller version so you want to be a runner get on the treadmill for 5 minutes if you need to walk some of it walk some of it just make movement mm-hmm. do the action and stop you know it it could be as small as like i'm going to start working out i'm going to just go into the gym and i'm going to walk around i'm going to get used to the place yeah and then I'm going to leave, but I got there. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm going to make the identity-based decision to get there again. Mm-hmm. And maybe this time I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and you know, it's stuff yeah, like that. Sure. And you and you can look at that from from any kind of habit, even yeah. eating healthy. Yeah. You know, it's hey, you know, it's that whole eighty twenty thing of like I'm not going to radically just get rid of everything in my house. Sometimes that works. Sometimes yeah. people need that just for like impulse control. Yeah. But make make one good decision today. Yeah. Eat a salad for lunch. And go about the rest of your day. Don't obsess over it because yeah. that obsessiveness and over compulsive need to just like go all in and be all consumed. There's a difference between the phrase all in and all consumed. You can be all in mm. in your identity mm. without it consuming you. Yeah. The difference, so you know, there's there's unhealth over that boundary. Mm-hmm. And that's when the habit stops sticking. So that was step two. Yeah. Scale it down, make it sustainable, mm-hmm. start building a process. There's a phrase that I like, it's called delight in the process. Like mm find value in the small steps mm-hmm. so that you can eventually get to the big steps. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Love it. 
So then step three would be to create an implementation intention, which is a plan that you make beforehand about when and where to act. Mm -hmm. So I like to call that planning backwards. I, I tend to go back to fitness. So like, yeah. you know, say you want to be a runner, put your clothes out. And everyone's heard this one. You right. Know, like, <laughs> lay your clothes out, get your pre-workout or your coffee ready, have a snack before you go to bed. If you're going to go in the morning, it's already planned. You already know yep. what to expect. You've already made those, you know, planning decisions ahead of time. And, you know, those, you know, those decisions will then affect your behavior later because it's really hard to get up in the morning, see your workout clothes and be like, no, never mind. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. And you can apply that and to you anything. Have to put them, you have to put your clothes away. Yeah. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, I feel bad about <laughs> exactly. Or you yeah. even like look at that from like a place of like a spiritual discipline. Oh, yeah. You know, like you, you say you made the decision of like, you know, I, I admire the people that get up and they get in the word every day. Yeah. I've just never been able to do that, yeah. but I want to be that person. Yeah. Okay, so you make a plan of like, maybe you're not a morning person, maybe you're an evening person. Yeah. So you get done with work, and you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in the Word today. Have your have your Bible in a place of significance in your yeah. house. If you sit in a certain chair every day, put the Bible on the seat, so you yeah. have to pick it up right. off of the chair before you can sit down, and mm -hmm. it's gonna feel really weird for you to take that book and put it on the table and turn on your TV. Yeah. Cause you already made a decision of what you were going to do. Right. You have that implementation. Yep. It's, it's going to make it a lot easier to just do it. So sure. plan backwards so that you can, you know, plan for success mm -hmm. essentially. Love it. And then the next would be designing your environment for excess, <laughs> design your environment for excess. <laughs> Go big. Go big. <laughs> we're all about consumption here. <laughs> for success. Okay. And that one goes kind of hand in hand. Uh, just make make cues for your habit to be more obvious, whether that needs to be notes on your mirror. Mm -hmm. uh, I use a, a thing called a full focus planner, and I have a habit tracker, so things that I'm currently working on. Um, you know, I consider that part of my morning ritual. There's like a checkoff box mm -hmm. for that, and I get to work in the morning, and as I outline my day, there is that little bubble that says, did you complete your morning ritual? Did mm -hmm. you? Uh, where are you at? on that habit mm -hmm. and then there's another page with like a habit tracker and mm -hmm. stuff like that so like just like creating an environment so that you, you know you keep yourself accountable yeah for yeah. sure um step five is combat fading motivation motivation sucks yeah i almost don't even believe in motivation mm. because everyone can be motivated january is the same thing january 1st rolls around new year new me i'm so motivated to make a change and motivation fades mm -hmm. really quickly it's continued action and delighting in that process it's the day by day by day that will eventually create more motivation it's just you're never going to just get motivated mm -hmm. it's kind of it's it's small results it's i, I like to think of it making yourself one percent better every single day mm -hmm. well if you continue on that trajectory you're going to be massively better oh, yeah. by the end of your lifetime yeah. and every time you notice growth that's when you get motivated you yeah. say i want to keep going yeah I want to go all in on this and go one more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go one more today, 1% mm -hmm. better every single day. That's kind of like my life mantra. Yeah. You know, I have it tattooed on my leg. Yeah. Go one more. Yeah. You know, just that that's how you combat fading motivation yep. is by continuously choosing and then recognizing growth mm -hmm. day after day. And then step six is creating a reward. We all love rewards, don't we? <laughs> we do, yes. <laughs> um, you know, so it, give yourself a deadline and give yourself a treat. That's, I yeah. mean, that's that simple. Like, you know, and then eventually over time, you stop needing that, like, 
that thing or that thing that like I just almost used the word that you salivate over. That's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah. you must really want that. Uh but I did say it. I, yeah. I almost said it, and then I did <laughs> then say it. Then you did it. say it. It's all right. It's all right. We're um, all family here. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you, you stop needing that because, yeah. you know, it's the action every day that actually inspires you, mm-hmm. and that itself feels like a reward. Like, you know, I'll circle it back. You know, I was about to talk about running. So, like, eventually I got myself to a point where I don't need a treat for putting in the miles. It's it's the endorphins that I get. It's the feeling of success and the fact that I did something. No one else's legs carried them that distance. Mm-hmm. Mine did. Like there's that satisfaction there. Yeah. The same thing can be translated over into any spiritual discipline, which at the end of the day, we're craving closeness with the Lord. Mm-hmm. We want to get good relationship with God. We want our actions to be influenced. We want people around us to be influenced. We want to be, you know, we want to look like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And eventually say you want to read your Bible every day. Well, reading your Bible every day is going to bring bring you closer to God. Yeah. You're going to hear from the Lord. Right. That in of itself, that relational closeness to God will eventually become that reward because you'll crave it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that neural pathway is going to be so in, ingrained in your brain yeah. and in your spirit and in your soul that that you're going to crave that. You're going to yeah. want that. And the habit itself is your reward. Yeah. And that's kind of like why it's, you know, there's seven steps. That's the sixth step is yeah. because, the whole idea is like as you move along this pathway, you know, yeah. that reward mentality shifts and changes, yeah. and yep. because becomes less impulsive and more deep mm-hmm. and, and containing value. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly is you know, find a community and find people that will support you. Um, find like-minded people. You know, it's a church buzzword. You know, accountability group, but like yeah. find people to hold you accountable. Like that's yeah. even in our relationship. Yeah. Like. You know, we talk about big things, and I I have full trust that if I'm in a place, you're like, hey, man, you don't, you say you want to be this, but you're not making decisions or your actions don't represent that. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you at? Like, how can I help you? How right. can I, how can I be a part of this and come alongside you? Like, mm-hmm. find people like that. You know, build a circle, build a family of people that are saying, you know what, you want to be the best version of yourself? Let's go. Let's yeah. do this together. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Building I, a habit. Sorry, that was a little yeah, long winded, no, but great. Like <laughs> no, I, that's exactly what we're looking for. And I, I think that that's, it's tangible. Yeah. I think that having steps and being able to come back to those things are like so important. And like one of the things that I think about, like, because this is a podcast for ministry is the, sp- the spiritual element of that. And how often I have conversations with people who are like, I like, I want to be like, we all want to be the best follower of Jesus that we can mm-hmm. possibly be. But like, we should be in we, we have a God of process. And so as you were saying, like delight in the process, like he delights in our process. Yeah. And so like the expectation from God to us isn't, well, you woke up this, this day and you said you were going to be the best follower. Of Jesus, so now you must be perfect. Yeah. It's like, no, like, yeah, just be. And I thought like you said, reading scripture or it's like attending church or whatever it may be with mm-hmm. all these different spiritual disciplines. And people are like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to read the Bible every single day. And sometimes I just want to tell people, don't try don't, to do that. Don't try to do that. Like that whole scalability thing. Yeah. It's like if you weren't reading your Bible at all, yeah. and now you want to read it every single day, like that's a great idea. And and, and maybe set that goal, but don't beat yourself up yeah. when you don't do that. Exactly. Like start like, hey, maybe week one, week two, week three, week four, you're like, I'm going to read the Bible yeah. three times those weeks. Well, because otherwise it, it just builds like this shame mentality of like, right. I said I was going to do seven days and I did three. Yeah. Dang it. It's like, but that's three more than you did last exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> and so yeah. that's like that. That's one person. So it's like, yeah, scale it. Just say, I, 
like think about like we're talking about spiritual disciplines like think about fasting if someone came up to you and said hey i'm gonna start fasting four days a week because i just i need to hear from the lord (laughs) i don't think i would suggest for anyone to not eat for four days like maybe you're fasting from other things it doesn't have to be in food but like you know like you know traditionally that's fasting yeah a lot of times looks like you know like you sustain from eating and i don't know that yeah. you, you that wouldn't be sustainable right for your body or for your like necessarily your spiritual health right. so it's like maybe try once a month yeah like try fasting once a month or every, once once every other month like like just make a conscious decision to say hey i want to hear from the lord right i believe in in the power of this discipline I'm going to, I'm going to jump into that. Like it's the same thing with like reading your Bible or, or any of it, like silence and solitude. You're not going to be a monk. Yeah. You're not going to go a whole day without yeah, talking. Day one. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but you can find 20 minutes to sit down and, mm-hmm. and be silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, what I think about is also just like this age group, like young adults and I'm on the back end of being a young adult <laughs> being in my thirties now. Oh, I thought you were like 48. Thanks man. <laughs> just joking. We're not that close, obviously. <laughs> um, but like, I think I look at my kids and like they build habits so easy mm-hmm. and it's like this beautiful thing to watch. And then you start to become an adult and all of a sudden habits are a lot harder to build because whether you've had 18 years of experience or mm-hmm. you've had 33 years of experience, like yeah. I do all of a sudden it's like, Oh man, the habits I've built to this point are harder to break. And so yeah. like my encouragement always, whether I'm talking to a young adult or a junior higher or whatever is like, man, build habits. Now don't wait mm-hmm. because like, the longer you put it off, you are building unhealthy habits. Yeah. And like, I just don't know how many, how many times I have conversations and the, the whole January 1st thing, I, like we always come back to that because it's such a cultural thing. But I think about it even just on a weekly basis where people, people, me mm-hmm. in my own life, I'll be like, it's like a Friday night and I'm like, we're going to go to dinner. And I'm like, I said, I was going to eat healthy Monday. Monday feels like a really yeah. clean, like, and it's like, we all love a fresh start. We all, yeah. But it's like, why, why? Well, I mean, yeah. Why not just be like, okay, today mm-hmm. <laughs> or tomorrow or like, and so I think that that's where, w- as you build habits in one area, it's easier to build habits in other areas because yeah. it just, it, your life is a, is a, not just like these singular pathways. Exactly. It's all interconnected. It's a, it's a trickle effect. Right. Like, you know, you, you get better in one area. It's, but it, instead of, motiv- you know, like we talked about motivation, it's like, it's really hard to stay in one place, to stay in one lane, to be right. like, "Hey, I got really good at this, and I'm just gonna stay there. I'm gonna let everything else just like be how it is." Yeah. No, because like, as you grow and as you know, God shapes you and all this kind of stuff, you're gonna you're gonna continuously recognize like, okay, so like I tackled this. Mm-hmm. What what else is there? Mm-hmm. And it's like it, it becomes easier to pinpoint like, okay, I need to grow here. Mm-hmm. How can I position myself? to be the best version of myself in that area of my life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, like, man, like I've, I've experienced growth here and here's like, Oh wow, that was a blind spot over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably time yeah. to start working on that. Like it, it yeah. kind of starts happening more naturally. It just becomes a chain reaction. Yeah. But it all starts by, you know, making the decision right to start. Yep. Yep. And we, we all want to be well-rounded people. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that can be one of the most frustrating things about having an unhealthy habit lifestyle is that you can start one singular habit and get really, really good at one thing and Mm -hmm. let everything else fall. It's like, because you could run a hundred miles a day and be a terrible friend or Mm -hmm. like son or husband or whatever. And it's like, great. Like you can do that. And like, I mean, we see that in, there's a lot of people out there who are like, man, like they are, 
they're super spiritual. They read their mm-hmm. Bible every single day. They're always at church. But their personal lives and their personal yeah. relationships are a mess yeah. because they're they're consumed with one thing. And then you're also questioning, well, the habit of spending time in these things you've accomplished, yeah. but it hasn't soaked in because you haven't developed your emotional habits yeah. or like your relational habits. And now all of a sudden yeah. it's like, you know the word, but it is nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like it's not present in your heart. And that's a, that, that's a terrifying thing. So yeah. it's like start small things in many areas, not just one thing yeah. and just go all out on that and be like, everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So, um, so one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask was what, what do you feel like has been one of the simplest things that you've done over X amount of years over mm-hmm. this last, like, as you've stepped into this passion of like process and habits, like what's the simplest thing that you've done that you've seen like the most tangible results? Yeah. Starting. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I always had a fear of starting because mm-hmm. I have. I have this fear of like, okay, if I'm going to do something, if I don't do it right, is it even worth it? Mm-hmm. And so, and I think a lot of people like that, like procrastination is just like, it's kind of a buzzword. And so you're like, it's that I'll start Monday. It's yeah. that, you know, it's, it's, it's really that, like just making a decision to start. Mm-hmm. And the, the whole idea surrounding that then is like, you can't mess it up. All you can do is just like keep going. Mm-hmm. So you want to build a habit and then you didn't hold to that decision one day. Like, cool. Get back on track yep. tomorrow. Yep. You said you were going to read your Bible this morning, but you overslept. Okay. Yep. That's fine. I don't think the Lord is looking at you any different. Mm-hmm. Don't look at yourself any different. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, I can either make time for this this evening or if you can't, tomorrow. Yep. I will wake up and I'll just get back on track. Get back on it. So like tangibly, I don't know if that even answers your, your question super yeah. well. But like that's like one of my biggest takeaways and something that I always want to tell people is just like just start. You yeah. can't mess it up. Yeah. Just start. You can't mess it up. And yeah. Yeah. And there's know. no there's no fruit in just procrastination. Like, there's no yeah. fruit in procrastination. There's no fruit in like so it's just like just start. And the worst thing to do is like even if you fail, you're just back to square one. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's okay. Like it's, you were there anyway. Yeah. So just just <laughs> do it. Like exactly. go. I think I was listening to a, a podcast. Um, John Mark Comer was talking to I'm gonna butcher his name, but it's like Rich Valides or something. Mike, he's great. He's that was a, awesome. But have you listened to that podcast? No, I was just okay. Making fun oh, of you're me. making fun of me. That's fine. <laughs> um, and he's a pastor in New York, and he talks about his prayer life. And like he's a pastor, and as a pastor, I feel like my prayer life is trash. Like I just mm-hmm. it's one of those things. But he was having this conversation with John Mark Comer, and he's like man, have you ever had that experience where you're praying and then your mind is like, oh, this, I have to get this done today. Like all these different things, like you can't spend 30 minutes in silence just listening for the voice of the Lord or praying or whatever, like your mind is so consumed. And I read that really resonated with me. And he said, but what I found out is that if my mind wanders a thousand times in the midst of a five minute prayer, it's a thousand opportunities to turn back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, like, man. So like in my prayer life over the last couple of months after listening to that, like I'll just like be sitting and praying and start thinking about the things that I have. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I literally like in my mind of just like this, this tangible shift of just being like, I'm turning back to you, Jesus. Yeah. And that has been super, super helpful for for me in my spiritual life. But I think about that even in habitually in my, like whether it's going to the gym or whatever, it's just like, Hey, you didn't do that today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's an opportunity for you to turn back to that habit. That's that whole identity thing. Like, and even that, that's even, I think aside from starting, like that's the most tangible thing is build an identity not an action. And that's the whole thing. Like even like in your prayer life, every time you, you circle back and you look back to the Lord, 
That is you realigning your mm-hmm. identity mm-hmm. with God. That's 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 like that literal thing of like turn to me. Like he he says that continuously. Like turn to me, f- seek me, find me, know me. Like all those things. And we're supposed to put our identity in Him. Well, that takes a choice. That's a conscious right. choice every single time. And that's so that's a beautiful picture yeah. of <laughs> even in your prayer life yeah. when your mind wanders to make an identity based decision to say no. I'm looking at I'm looking at the Lord right now. Yeah, I'm talking to Jesus, mm-hmm. and this is where I need to be. The same way that it is, you know, you don't go to the gym. It's like okay, tomorrow I decided I'm a person who goes to the gym. I'm going to the gym. Yep. That's an identity based decision over and over and over. Yep. And so, picture the person that you want to be and become it, mm-hmm. because you have every power to do that. That is fully in your control. Yep, and that's the coolest part. Yep, is we don't have to be slaves to bad habits. Mm-hmm. We can be passionate about good ones yep. and strive and make efforts every single day to become that person who looks more like Jesus and a person who loves well and sees people for who they are and, you know, what they need and all that kind of stuff. Like, yep. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. It's crazy how everything comes back to identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, like every, like oh. Everything comes back to our identity, and even in these like making these decisions of like when it comes to our spiritual life of being like, no, Jesus has called me a beloved son, a beloved son or mm-hmm. a beloved daughter of God, and so I'm going to make decisions and believe that I'm a beloved son of God. So that means that I'm not going to operate in guilt and shame. Yeah, like God calls me His beloved, and His child would do this, this, and this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do yeah those things, and I'm going to operate in that truth instead of let because the enemy will constantly attack our identity oh yeah 100%. and so it's like oh i'm a person who doesn't read their bible i'm a person who doesn't pray i'm a person who eats fast food all yeah. the time i'm a person who doesn't go to bed until one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and then i wake up at 10 and then i feel guilty about the fact that i wasted mm-hmm. the first like all of those things like that's and the enemy will be like yeah that's who you are yeah and if you don't make identity based decisions and be intentional about being like no this yeah. is the decision yeah then the enemy will get a foothold in those things and it's going to take another six months or another year, another five years to break down this shame based identity that you never wanted in the first place. And that was never designed for you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. It's just, it's just fascinating. It's fascinating how it plays a part into so many different areas of our lives. And I think that that's one of the things that, that we see in all ages, but like I have, I was having a conversation with a junior higher last night and uh, junior hires are not my <laughs> forte necessarily. Like I just, for some reason, I can talk to a 25-year-old for, you know, hours. Yeah. Like a 12-year-old's like, hey, and I'm like, I get scared. I'm like nervous. Yeah. I was having a conversation with this this 12-year-old girl last night, just asking her how her day was. And within 30 seconds, she laid out so many identity mm-hmm. issues. And it was rooted in her relationship with her dad. It was re- rooted in a relationship with her friends around her. Yeah. What a teacher had said to her the mm-hmm. day before, like, you're not smart. And I was just like, oh. oh that's a big one. Like, isn't like, And it's just yeah. crazy to see the the immediate effect of those things and how quickly she was, how, how quickly she believed it. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, but, and how do you, how do you run away from that? And you can't, unless you make the intentional decision to turn towards Jesus and to turn towards the truth of who he has called yeah, you to be. Exactly. And doesn't it suck how we are so quick to believe the negative things oh, about ourselves? Yeah. And oftentimes like, I, I feel like negative self-talk often comes from external sources. For sure. We're told something, 
we internalize it, we believe it, we tell it to ourselves, mm. and it's just this loop that mm. never stops. And it's so easy to get there, and it's unfortunately so hard mm-hmm. to believe the best mm-hmm. of who we are, to believe the truth that yeah. Jesus says about who we are. Mm. And I don't know, like I'm, I'm just passionate about breaking that cycle. I remember, like you know, that that twelve year old said their their teacher said that they weren't smart. I remember. I was I was a kid and I grew up always playing music and you know I'm a classical violinist and all this kind of stuff and I was always told like you're a music kid and then I had teachers and coaches when I was in elementary school and junior high saying you're not an athlete <laughs> you know what your lane is stay there you're not an athlete which you know it's not a big thing but then I kind of carried things like that right into my adulthood yeah until all of a sudden I made decisions like no I wait a minute I I can be an athlete. And that's like a small thing. It doesn't yeah. have to, because I'm like, I'm talented in other ways. It's like, not like I needed right. to be this, <laughs> right. you know, like strong human being, but just like, even to break cycles like that, to be like, I've been told that since I was eight years old. Yeah. And now at, in 26, almost 27, I, I just now stopped believing that. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. For sure. <laughs> and that's like a small thing. Think about like the massive things that, you know, that, that we're told throughout our entire life that the enemy tells us that, you know, people around us say that, that we just hold on to mm-hmm. and we believe the worst about ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm passionate about, about habits is because I, I believe that's a really amazing place to break those cycles, mm-hmm. to find spiritual health, to find physical health, to find mm-hmm. emotional health and all of that. And to recognize, no, we get to, we get to be who who Jesus says we are, and mm-hmm. we get to be who we decide we want to be. Right. And the power of shame, the power of guilt, the power of the enemy, the power of people around us that just are mean. Yeah. They don't hold. They don't. They don't have to. Yeah. Like we get to choose not to align ourselves there, but instead yeah. turn and look towards Jesus and look towards health. Yeah. Which and is I, so cool. And I think the brokenness of our human relationships is that oftentimes we or other people will point out the deficiencies in other people to make them feel. Oh yeah, hundred percent better. Yeah. And so, like, instead of working on themselves or us working on ourselves, we try to point out the flaws in other Mm -hmm. people to be like, well, if I can say that they're less than, then I can stay the same and I still feel good about myself. Instead of just being like, like what you said at the very beginning, I want to be the best version of myself. And I want to be the version of myself that Jesus has called me to be. I think that one of the phrases that always comes up to me is, why not me? Like, why not me? Like if, if somebody, if you're like, oh, I wish that I could do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Well, why not? not? God has created you with immense potential oh, yeah. and opportunity. There's there's very few things that people can't do if put in the right place and doing the right habits, yeah. all those things. And so it's just like, why not me? Yeah. Like I was literally just, I this is going to sound like a weird thing, but I was like, <laughs> on my Peloton and the, one of the, the training instructors was like, I didn't run, she's running, we're back in the run. She's mm-hmm. like, I didn't run a mile until I was in college and yeah. I just had a pair of running shoes. And she's like, I just put my shoes on. And I was like, why not? And yeah. she's like, I ran a mile and then I started. And now she's like an ultra marathon, yeah. like annoyingly fit. Like you're just like, okay. But then you're like, that was me too, man. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, why not? Yeah. Why not me? That's, and so as Jesus is speaking into your life and like, it's like calling you. Like I, we talk about calling all the time at young adults and it's like, well, I just don't know. Like I, I, I see these people who are, who are preaching on stage or they're playing music or mm-hmm. they're, they're missionaries in these, and they're just doing amazing things. And it's just like, wow, that's, it was like, why don't you why, do that? Yeah, why don't why you? Why not that? you? You you can. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you just gotta you gotta uh, like assert yourself and, yeah. and say like, okay, well, I there are things like you're not just gonna that's not gonna fall into your lap. There's like greatness never falls into to your lap. Like no. you've got to become yeah. what God has called you to be. But becoming is a part of the process. Yeah, you don't just go exactly. from point A to point Z. No, you've got to do this the work. And you'll never get to Z if you don't delight in the, in the process. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a thousand percent. Well, dude, this has been fun. I think we could do this like all day long yeah this is a <laughs> and, fun topic man yeah it's it's really fun we'll probably come back to it and and uh, appreciate your your wisdom and and your knowledge in this and um yeah in the show notes i'll just put jonah's personal phone number if you want any. <laughs> just, hey just, you know if you want to call like yeah call me if you <laughs> if you want a running buddy or something like that i got you yeah i would <laughs> i would love to run with you for about half a mile and then just let you go the rest of the way well dude thank you for doing this appreciate you appreciate you too man Thank you for listening to the FC Young Adult Podcast. If you are in the Billings area, we would love to see you at our in-person gatherings on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. If you're unable to attend in person, there are always ways to engage online. Follow along through Instagram at faithchapel.ya or find our ministry page at faithchapel.cc. You are loved.